0: If Jesus were to have Spotify or Tidal, you know, I've been using Spotify, but recently I went to Tidal. But, you know, if Jesus were to have Spotify or Tidal, one of Jesus' gems would definitely be Beautiful People by Ed Sheeran or Khalid. Now, in the past 20 years, you know, we have two decades, 20, 20 years, there have been many, many songs about beautiful. So, today we are going to walk down a little bit down through musical memory lane. You know how many of you guys want to walk through together with me? So, in the year 2020 years ago, my favorite rock band, U2, launched their biggest hit, their greatest hit, Beautiful Day! You know, I'm really excited because this is the first time I'm getting so close to Bono. I've been to four of his concerts, but I've never gotten that close. No matter how cat A your tickets is, you will never stand right beside Bono. So, you know, I'm just gonna stand a little bit longer. I love Bono. Bono loves me. This, he's my homie, amen? All right, so, you know, that's 2000. And then, in the year 2002, Christina Aguilera launched her greatest, one of the greatest single, Beautiful. I am beautiful no matter what. Great single, everybody loves it. And then in two thousand and four, James Blunt released his single, "You're Beautiful. You're beautiful You're beautiful. And You're that is beautiful. the man with the female voice. And in the year 2011, 2011, there was the boy band that captured every young girl's heart. One Direction, and today we have One Direction with us, so come on on up. One Direction, run up on stage. They are tall, they are lengthy, and there's only four of them because one went rogue. And in 2011, they launched their great single, What Makes Maybe You Beautiful. Your specs, I saw that. <laughs> Keep your specs on, Harry. <laughs> Alright, let's give a big hand to One Direction. And then in the year 2013, Michael Buble had his famous song, It's a Beautiful Day. And in 2015, the two years later, Alicia Cara launched her greatest hit that started her musical career. So, you know, we have Alicia Cara on stage with us. Come, let's give her a big hand. As she sings the song that launched her musical career, Scarcey or Beautiful. Big hand. Let's give a little cara a big hand. And of course, in the year 2019, you know we have Ed Sheeran and it with beautiful people. beautiful people. Beautiful People. Top designer clothes, front road fashion shows. What you do and who you know. Inside the world. Beautiful People. It's not who we are. We are. We are. We are. We are, there's an extra we are. Somebody did an extra (laughs) we are. Alright. So, you know, how many of you guys know in the past 20 years, there were many, many, many songs about beautiful? So, the world is obsessed with the idea of beauty. And the world is chasing after beauty. We enjoy looking at beautiful things. You know, in fact, we pay money to look at beautiful art pieces in art museums. A few years ago, I was in Jamie and I were in Amsterdam together with Pastor Hal, Pastor Lee, and Rina, and we visited the Rijksmuseum, and we saw a great masterpiece by the very famous Dutch artist or painter Rembrandt. So we saw his largest and most famous masterpiece called the Night Watch. It was really, really huge. It was four by five meters. It's taller than all of us. It was so huge. You know, I walked in expecting something smaller, but whoa, it was super huge. And, and you know, everyone was filling it. The room was filled with people just staring and marvelling at the beauty of this art masterpiece. See, the Bible also talks about masterpiece, but the Bible talks about a different masterpiece. So look with me in the Bible at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. Now who and what is God's masterpiece? We are God's masterpiece. You and I, we are God's masterpiece. We were created by God and we are His beautiful people. So that is why the song title, Beautiful People, would definitely be in one of Jesus' gems. Amen? Now, today we want to talk about three reasons why we are beautiful people. Three reasons why we are beautiful people. And the very first reason is this. Number one, we are unique. We are unique. In Psalms 139, it says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvellous, how well I know it. You and I, we are wonderfully complex. We are made with marvellous workmanship, amen. We are unique. Each of us are God's unique masterpiece. Turn to somebody and say, We are unique. We are are beautiful people. We have our unique fingerprints. We have our unique skills, talents, strengths, unique personalities. You know, even if you put two twins side by side, they are uniquely different. See, being unique also means being different. And sometimes, we may struggle to fit in. You know, many of us, we love the song Beautiful People because there's one part of the lyrics that many of us, we can relate to. It says, we don't fit in well cause we are just ourselves. So sometimes, you know, I don't know how many of you guys, you feel this way. In fact, maybe some of you, you feel this way. This week, you know, when you're entering into your secondary school, your new secondary school for the very first time. You know, maybe you're feeling this way when you're entering your new class for the year 2020. You feel a little bit awkward. You don't feel like you don't fit in. You know, people expect you to be a different kind of version of yourself. You feel like you struggle to fit in. So, You know, I love the Bible because the Bible has advices and truths that speaks to us at every situation that we are in. So I want to show you what the Bible has to say about this situation that we may be facing. Now, Romans chapter 12 verse 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not be conformed to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve of what God's will is, His good, pleasing and perfect will. So today, I want to encourage you, we do not have to conform to the pressures that are around us. Do not conform to fit in and we can be transformed As we sit in service, as we read our Bible, listen to the Word of God, and the Word of God renews our mind. Amen. Amen. See, the thing about conforming, see, the result of conformity is this, is that everyone likes you except yourself. The result of conformity is that everyone likes you except yourself. The whole world loves you, the whole world likes how you were dressed and everything else except yourself. And I know many of us, we are able to relate. We have felt these pressures before, you know, like Javier. You know the pressure to score vulgarities along with everyone else. You know to bully other people, or maybe dressing in a certain manner to fit in. You know everybody was wearing fila, so you went to buy fila. Then suddenly everybody went to Adidas, and you are huh? I'm still at fila. And then people went to Puma, and now the whole world is on Nike, and you are still at Vans. <laughs> so you know dressing to fit in. You know, what else? You know, sometimes, you know, we, or maybe some of us, we feel like we have to speak in a certain manner to fit in. Speak with a certain kind of way, a certain kind of tone, with, please, without a certain kind of slang, you know, to fit in. But sometimes, you know, we feel these pressures by our friends, you know, whether in school, our friends, in our, in, in our, or our family members. You know, what else? Or maybe some of us, even doing TikTok videos in a certain manner just to fit in. I know many of us, we can relate to this. You know, different, different kinds of pressures that we face to conform, to fit in. And after a while, as you conform and you follow and do all these things to fit in, you as you stop recognizing yourself because you have become a completely different person. See, the result of conformity is that everyone likes you except yourself. Everyone likes you except yourself. Amen. Amen. You know, maybe some of us, you know, our school friends are laughing at us for going to church. You know, they call us, they say we are too holy right now. We are holy molies. You know, they call us priests. They call us funny, funny names. They laugh at you for going to church. They laugh at you for for being an on-fire Christian. You know, and that makes you begin to doubt yourself, you feel the pressure to to fit in, you you start to wonder, maybe I should take a step back from coming to church too much. I do not want to be seen too holy. Or maybe some of you, you feel like, hey, I I cannot Instagram too much about my church friends, my church, my church leaders, my church pastors, because I do not want to seem like, you know, I, I, I don't want to be out of place. Amen? Today, I want to encourage you. Do not conform to the world, to the patterns of the world. Do not conform. Why? Because you are unique. You are unique God's masterpiece. We do not have to conform. Amen? Do not conform. Why Why try to fit in when you are made to stand out? So, don't fit in. Don't try, don't live your entire lives trying to fit in. Amen? You are unique. Turn to somebody and say, we are, we are unique. So, that is the first reason why we are God's beautiful people. Now, the second reason why we are beautiful people is number two. We are valued. We are valued. Now, do you know how? What is the most expensive art masterpiece that's ever sold? It is the Salvatore Mundi by Leonardo da Vinci, and it is sold at four USD 450 million. 450 million. This is the most expensive art masterpiece that has ever been sold. It's hand painted by the Italian artist. That's why its value is so high. That is the price of the most expensive art masterpiece. But guess what? Well, you and I—we are of a higher value because we were not hand painted. We were handcrafted by our Creator, God. Amen. We are handcrafted by our Creator God. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, it says, so God created human beings in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. Men and female, He created them. We are created in the image of God. And in another version, in Genesis, in, in the Message Bible version, it says that we are reflecting God's nature. So that means that when the world looks at us, they see a semblance of our Creator. They see the Creator in you. When the world looks at you, they do not just see a, a, a 12-year-old boy or a 13-year-old girl who is, who is awkwardly going through her pimples or awkwardly trying to figure out what kind of fashion style they want to follow. The world sees a semblance of the Creator. Amen? Amen. That is our value as God's masterpieces. We are valued. Turn to somebody and say we are, we are valued. See, sometimes our value comes from what others say about us. You know, when people say, "Hey, he's an athletic guy." Or, oh, "She's so smart." Well, that feels great. You know, our value goes up. But then sometimes people say, "He is more athletic than you. She is smarter than you, and that kills. How many of you guys can understand what I mean? See, the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. The fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. And do you know when we feel this way the most? We feel this way the most during Chinese New Year, <laughs> Chinese New Year, you know, aside from all the high pitched songs, you know, we, we start the day happy, we put on our new clothes, whether is it orange, yellow, bright red, scarlet, crimson, we put on our Chinese New Year clothes, we start the day with visitations very happy, then all it takes is somebody to start comparing Comparing you to your sibling, you to your brother, you to your cousin, you to your neighbor, you even to your neighbor's dog. How many know the feeling? How many have encountered this before? See, the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. You and I, we are not meant to be compared. We are not meant to be compared to something else. Amen. You know, and some of us we try to mask this feeling of, of comparison, this feeling of, of low value by adding superficial al- value to our external self. And we do so by using filters like this. Over. It's that your neighbor's dog is not that good looking after all. You know, it was filters that make your neighbor's dog look great. So, you know, some of us, we try to use filters to try to make ourselves feel better, look better. See, instead of defining our value by what others say about us, will you begin to live by the truth of what God says you are in Christ? what Jesus says about us. You know, our value comes from what the Bible says about us, not by what people say, what by our family members may say, or our friends at school may say, not by what other people say. You know, our value doesn't even come by our results. You know, a few months ago, we took back our PSLE results. Some of us did really well, some of us did average, some of us didn't do that well. Oh, so maybe we are going to receive, some of you guys are going to receive your O-level, A-level results. See, your result doesn't define you. It doesn't define your value. Our value is defined by the Word of God and what God says we are in Christ. It's not definitive. It's not defined by what people say. So I want to encourage you today We are God's masterpieces. We are valued. So, are you ready to go to the third reason? Now, the third reason why we are God's beautiful people is that, number three, we are not a mistake. We are not a mistake. See in the past scientists would tell you that only 5 to 10% of the DNA in a human being body is actually useful. That means that 95% or 90% of DNA that's inside of us are actually made out of junk. So you know that scientists really has a term they call that 4 million useless DNA that's floating on the inside of us, they call them the 4 million junk DNA. So, you know, for many, many years, scientists believed that inside of us, we are filled with junk. You know, our junk is not just in our nose, you know, but it's our entire body. So, you know, but after a while, you know, a few years ago, recent, there was a recent study that showed that this 4 million junk DNA, they weren't just junk after all. See, they turn out to play a critical role in in controlling how cells, organs, and other tissues behave. And this discovery is considered a medical and science breakthrough because it has great implication for our human health because many, many complex diseases are caused by these tiny changes in hundreds of this DNA. So it turns out that this 4 million so-called junk DNA were not junk after all. In fact, we wrongly label them as junk simply because we have not figured out what its purpose is. And you know what? This shows us. This shows us that our Creator makes no mistake. Look, remember what the Bible said in Psalms 139. We saw it at the start of the service. It says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it we are God's masterpiece. Today, we were wonderfully made. We were made wonderfully complex. We are, we are made with marvelous workmanship. We are not a mistake. Turn to somebody and say, we are not a mistake. We are not a mistake. See, even if our birth was unplanned. You know, even if, if our families had wanted a, a, a boy instead of a girl, you and I, we are not mistakes. You know, even if we had made mistakes before in our lives, even if we have flaws and weaknesses, we are not a mistake. And I'm going to say one more time, and you got to let that word sink on the inside of you. We are not a mistake. Don't let anybody tell you that you are a mistake. Turn to somebody and say, we are not a mistake. mistake. See sometimes we look at our flaws and weaknesses, and we think that we are a big mistake. See in 2002, Christina Aguilera, she released her Grammy award-winning single, beautiful and the moment it was released, it was the biggest hit of that year. you know I remember I was in primaries I was in spri- primary school at a point in time and her vocals were beautiful in the record. Um, um, the lyrics really spoke to a lot of insecure and, and emotional teenagers, you know, "I am beautiful. No matter what they say, it was almost biblical. Words can bring you down, oh no, 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 no. So, you know, it was almost, it was an almost perfect song. Everybody loves that song, you know, especially if you are a 90s kid, you know, we love that song. But what many people didn't know was that for that song, Christina's vocals were recorded on the first take. So the, the vocals that you hear in the, in the recording, in the song, it was taken at the very first take. Now, let me give you a comparison. Most artists, most singers, they would do multiple takes before they find the perfect take for the recording. So they would do multiple takes. You're talking about 20 to 50 or even 100 takes, whatever it took to find that perfect take to be used in a recording. So you might think, wow, she sounds amazing. You know, she must be an awesome singer to be able to use the first take let me tell you, Christina Aguilera, she hated it. She hated the first take. She hated her voice. She thought that it sounded so raw, so imperfect. Every time she heard it, she could hear all the blemishes. She knew how she could have sung better. And you know what she did? She went to beg the songwriter and the producer. She said, please, let me retake the recording. Let me record one more time. I know I can sing better. You know, I want to sing better. I want to sing again. You know, I I know I can record to to more technically perfect version to be released on the album. Please, let me do it again. But the songwriter and producer, Linda Perry, she had other thoughts. To her, it was perfect. And the very reason it was perfect was because it was raw and imperfect that rawness and imperfection was what made it perfect for her. You know, the both of them, the songwriter and the singer, they argued for seven months before Christina Aguilera, she relented and she said, okay, just use the first take. But I know that it could have been better, but just use the first take. And you know, Linda Perry, the songwriter, she said this of the song. She said, the original vocals is perfect because it is flawed. It is perfect because it is flawed. See, many of us here today, you know, perhaps we are also begging God, like how Christina Aguilera was begging her, her songwriter and her producer. We're saying, God, give me a, a more perfect nose. God, make me taller. I want to be as tall as Javier. I'm too short. Make me taller. God, you know, why is that person's gift so much better than mine? Can, you, can we like swap gifts, you know, swap lives and say, God, you know, I want to be better, I want to be this person, I want to be that person. Maybe we have been begging God in the same manner. But today, God is telling you, you know what? You are special. You are unique. You are my masterpiece. I value you. There's nothing that needs to be changed in you because I make no mistakes. You are not a mistake. Do not believe what the world is saying to you. You are not a mistake, amen. See, even in Christina Aguilera's flaws and weaknesses, that song was clearly not a mistake. The song Beautiful, it received universal acclaim from many, many music critics and they say, that this was one of Christina's strongest material. And in fact, this song turned out to be one of her greatest hits. This song that was taken with a seemingly imperfect vocal recording. Amen. And this story reminds me of what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians. It says, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. See, our flaws and weaknesses, they will be made perfect. God's strength, God's power will be made perfect perfect in our flaws and our weaknesses. Our flaws and weaknesses will only reveal the splendour and the glory of our God. You know, when people look at us, they will know that it is not us, but it's God who is working through us. It is God's power, God's strength that's resting upon our lives. So today, you know, when you look at yourself and you feel imperfect, you feel like, hey, I'm not getting that math concept as fast as the rest of the class. Hey, I'm not as musical as my sibling. Or, or, or you maybe you don't feel wanted or loved in your family or by your friends. You feel imperfect. Let me tell you, you are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. Will you stand up with me on your feet? So in closing, the three reasons why we are beautiful people, why we are God's masterpiece, is that number one, we are unique. We are unique. And we do not have to conform to fit into this world because we are unique. And number two, we are valued. We are valued. And number three, we are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. Amen. Let's close our eyes. You know, today, the presence of God is here right now in this place. And I want to speak to the first group of people. You know, those of you who are here for the first few times, you know, maybe you came during Christmas or maybe you came only in the month of November or December, just your first few times back in church and you have not yet known Jesus. Today, As I was preaching, you know, you feel in your heart that you understand what Javier means. You know, that many times you feel a great need to conform, to fit in to your class, to your friends around you. You end up doing things that you do not like, you know, whether it's scolding vulgarities, whether it's bullying people, whether it's dressing in a certain way. And you know what I mean when, when we say that, at the end of the day, the result of conformity is that everybody likes you except yourself. You no longer like this version of yourself. Or maybe some of you, you feel like your value is defined, determined by what others say about you, by the labels that people place on you. Or maybe some of us, someone has told you that you were a mistake and that label stuck on You know, it's not about people believing that you're a mistake, but slowly you are believing that you are indeed a mistake. And today I want to encourage you that you are God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. You are unique. You are valued. You are not a mistake because you are God's masterpiece. And if only... I want to encourage you, if only you get to know your Creator God, He will want you to know how unique you are, how valued you are, and that you are not a mistake because He has a purpose for you. He has a plan for your life. So nobody looking around with all eyes closed. Those of you who may may not yet know Jesus, your Creator, may I invite you to respond to him, All you got to do is at the count of three, raise up your hands higher and just follow a simple prayer together with me. And you will enter into a brand new relationship with your Creator God. And that's all it takes, a simple prayer. So if you belong to this group of people, you want to know Jesus, all you got to do, just raise up your hands say a simple prayer with me so three two one if you want to know Jesus if you want to know your Creator will you lift up your hands will you lift up your hands that's right see some of these hands I see your hands I see your hands I'm just gonna wait a little more for a few seconds I know some of you over here you want to know Jesus so all you got to do all you got to do is just say a simple prayer after me so I'm going to give you a chance one more time I'm going to count one more time And you raise up your hands 3, 2, 1 Will you begin to raise up your hands? I see many hands I see many hands That's right so all you gotta do is follow me. A simple prayer, and everyone can pray together with me. Say, dear heavenly Father, dear heavenly Father, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I want to get to know you more. I want to get to know you more. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I want to have a new relationship with you. I want to have a new relationship with you. Thank you. Thank you for loving me. For loving me. Valuing me. Valuing me. Cherishing me. Cherishing me. Even before I know you. Even before I know you. And I want to say. And I want to say. I want to live the rest of my life. I want to live the rest of my life for you. For you. In Jesus name we pray. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. You have reached the end of the sermon. We pray that you've been blessed by the word of God. To find out more about us, you can log on to www.hatofgodchurch.org or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at HOGC.